Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick Parish in Oratory. On this Tuesday, May the 26th, the Feast of St. Philip Neri. Oh, sorry, Neri was the pronunciation that was said in Chicago. It's actually St. Philip Neri. Mass is being offered for Margaret Daly, requested by Lenci Nascimento. And as of this morning, we are still waiting for the forthcoming details of the reopening of our churches. And as you probably already know, it will be done in phases. First with daily Mass during the weekday, and then gradually phasing into a next phase of reintroducing the opening of Sunday Masses. So... Please uh, be patient, and as I am trying to be patient as well, as we continue to 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 live stream these masses for your benefit, and also to pray that we will be able to overcome this pandemic. And it might still be a long time this pandemic, so let us continue to pray for all of those people affected by it, and let us pray for our Catholic Church. Let us pray for the Holy Father, the bishops, pastors who have to lead their flock in a prudent way, and also that we may continue to strive for our sanctification despite of these deprived times. Now, as you know, after each Mass, we will be praying the Novena in honor and preparation of the Holy Ghost, and so it is the link is found on our Facebook page, and you can follow us along after each Holy Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. As we continue our contemplation on the mystery of the Ascension that has happened last week, and during these days that precede Pentecost, would be the time to reflect the greatness and mysteries of, of the ascension. Let us look and turn our confidence to the Heavenly Father. Since Christ has taught us to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, He has inspired us with confidence in prayer in regard to three things. First, in regard to the power of Him to whom we pray. Secondly, in regard to the friendship between God and us. And thirdly, in regard to the suitableness of our petitions that we pray. So we acknowledge, of course, confidence in prayer because of the power of God, from whom we ask favors is included in the Our Father. Even by the word heaven is understood the terrestrial heavens. For it is written, according to the prophet Jeremiah, I fill heaven and earth, says the Lord. Therefore, Christ is said to be in heaven so that he is the highest among all things, since his divine power is above all things exceeding even the desire and intellect of men. Hence, whatever can be thought or desired is less than God. 
For this reason it is written, Behold, God is great, exceeding our knowledge. The number of his years is inestimable, according to the book of Job. Moreover, God's friendship is shown towards us from the fact that the saints are received by him into heaven. Some commentators erred in saying that God, on account of his greatness, cares not for things human. In support of their error, they quote Job, The clouds are his covert, and he doth not consider our things, and he walketh about the poles of heaven. The contrary, however, is true, for God is more intimate with us than we are with ourselves and cares more for us than we do for ourselves. This very fact of God's love and friendship for us should arouse confidence in those praying. Because of two things, in regard to God's closeness with us, for the Lord is nigh to all calling upon Him. And St. Matthew says, using our Lord's words, Thou, when thou shalt pray, enter into thy chamber, the chamber of thy heart, and having shut the door, pray to thy Father in secret, and thy Father who see in secret will repay. Also, our confidence in prayer should be aroused in regard to the intercession of the saints who plead for us before God and in whom God dwells. For from this very fact alone, new confidence should arise in our hearts in asking God for favors through the merits of his saints. And also, we regard prayer and we have confidence in prayer because of the suitableness of prayer that is shown for this that in heaven spiritual and eternal good things are clearly understood for in these consists everlasting blessedness and this happens for two th- two things because through his through this eternal happiness our desire for heavenly things is sustained for our desires ought to tend to those things in which we share, our hearts should be where our inheritance is. Unto an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that cannot fade, reserved in heaven for you, according to the epistle of St. Peter. Seek therefore the things which are above. Secondly, because through prayer and an earnest desire for eternal happiness, we are reminded that our future life is to be a celestial life. And what we are to be made like to the eternal Father according to the scripture, such as is the heavenly, such also are they that are heavenly. So these two things, therefore, Render it fitting for us to ask God for petition and favor, namely a heavenly desire and a heavenly life 
from which two things we see the suitableness and reasonableness of prayer. And so, as we continue to pray our Holy Rosary in honor of Our Lady, and how we pray also the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer, let us remember that during these times where we emphasize a lot on the health and safety of ourselves of, against the virus or whatever disease that we are being inflicted, whatever other conditions we might be facing physically, let us remember that we also ask the Lord on top of that, and even with a, more, with a greater priority, the health of our life, of our soul, and that we may continue to live a life of holiness or achieve it here. And this is what is very important because it is through the life of the, holy, the holiness of our life that will help us to gain that heavenly home through the following of the will of God, through the practice of the commandments of the church and our Lord, through the practice of the little virtues, especially that of humility and how much we have lost uh, humility because of our prideful selves. And even though we might claim and to tell others too that we are not that prideful, we do have that hidden pride in us always searching for satisfaction, compliments from our neighbor, being desiring to, to gain the friendships of others just because it makes us feel good. But also it, the hidden pride can be there and can manifest itself greatly when we keep asking people's, people for their opinions about us and how, how they view us. You see, so let us remember that we need to conquer even the slightest bit of pride that we have in our soul. And hopefully this plague has humbled us so much because as we know, an invisible thing from our eyes has really severed the normal life of our country and of the world. But how much more can sin and evil sever us from the lifeline and blessedness of God? And these two are invisible. But yet we don't realize that, that we are being tugged between our angel and the devil, devil trying to win over our soul so that we may go and descend into eternal damnation. And these can be through the practice of our vices, through our sins, our habitual sins especially, that we don't wish to conquer in our lives. So now is the time, dear faithful, to ask the Lord for the grace and the strength to have conquered these temptations and also to speak also for help from our priests who are always here to, to help spiritually for your sake, for your soul to help combat these things. And let us look upon the saints who have conquered vice and sin by remaining close to our Lord, by praying the Our Father, just as how we pray the Our Father each day at Holy Mass. And so it is my hope that when we get these plans and details of reopening, 
that we will continue to petition and ask the Lord to help deliver us from the obstacles of this plague, this pandemic, these things that, that unfortunately occupy the majority of our thoughts right now and our prayers. But let us remember too that these two shall pass. These things shall pass. But let us remember that our Lord will not pass. His words remain true, remain the anchor for our lives. Let us look upon the Holy Scriptures, dear faithful. Let us look upon the solid teachings of our church, not the opinions that are being said by, by prelates or priests or laity who try to attack the truth of the church and the sacred dogmas of the church that has been passed down to us from centuries. No, do not look at that. Do not be discouraged by the attacks because as we know the church has been attacked so many times innumerable times even before we were born so let us continue to carry on by anchoring ourselves more to the life of the church and as we continue to pray here in the church we invite you to come here and pray during our open hours so that you may be present in our Lord sacramentally and offer your spiritual communion to Him and also your act of contritions. As we know, we can do these every day so that we can ask the Lord for strength and guidance during this time and especially of, of graces that we need, especially because of the sacraments being deprived for all of us despite, despite these troubling times. So let us continue that we hope that we will be able to publicly offer the sacraments soon, but prudently, of course. We must, be, we must be mindful of that. Let us pray for those who may have died during these times and have not been able to seek the graces of perseverance or conversion. Let us pray God, that God's mercy may be upon them as well, that they also may be saved if it's God's will and if it was the disposition of these souls who have fallen we know of many friends and family in our lives, especially now, who may be troubled by this pandemic and may also may not be practicing regularly our faith. Let us especially pray the Our Father for them, that they may realize, that it may click on, in themselves, in their minds, that their lives are fragile if they are not connected with our Lord and especially with the Catholic Church. So I ask if you can reach out to them to pray for them that they might realize the deprivation and devastation that they might be enduring because of the lack of their fidelity to the Church. And this we can pray and offer at Holy Mass each day for them as well. So let us continue to pray and, and I hope that all of you are healthy and safe but especially Moreover, that you are doing well in the dispositions of your soul. So please let us know what we can do to help you. And uh, please know to pray. Please, please pray for us as well as we continue on with this slow process of reopening our church. And I hope we can do it someday soon. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.